Yo, Sway Calloway, Sway in the Morning, World Famous Wake Up Show MTV. We worldwide. Welcome to Slam Radio. This is where they get busy. And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Have you ever heard of Brian McTaggart? Say that again. Brian McTaggart? No. Never. 17-year veteran as an Astros beat reporter. Oh, never heard of him. Yeah, he... um, I think he's been getting some uh, MLB umps attention. Really? Yes. That's what it strikes me as. You know, every day I go back and I check what MLB Umps is up to. Yeah, I like how you, like, <clears throat> crack down this account. I think it's very funny what they do. It, 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 apparently, the, whoever runs the page, the ever runs the, the, the account for MLB Umps, uh, has taken a real oomph towards... Anything having to do with the Astros. Um, <clears throat> what's funny is they, they, they hold nothing back. Like, there's no rhyme or reason. Ragging on the Yankees the other day. Uh, ragging on the Mets. Ragging on... Just a bunch of stuff. <laughs> I'm going through the account now. It's funny. Thing. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny. All right, our next guest used to be one of those beat reporters for the Dodgers. He's not doing that anymore. Good. That way we have him. We can talk baseball with him. I'm going to try to make him laugh. He's a very serious guy. Very, very <laughs> serious. Straight-laced arrow. Most baseball guys are like that. <laughs> I'm going to make his ass laugh today. <laughs> he slammed radio's intrepid baseball reporter, Jacob Rudner. Joining us here on Good Morning Amigo. What's up, Jacob? How are you guys? And I, uh, I'm doing. You know, I'm doing. It's not that fabulous. hard to make me laugh. What's that? It's not that hard to make me laugh. Oh, okay. So you do have a sense of humor. Yeah. No, it's there. It's just you got to find it. <laughs> okay. Um. Hold on. So let me ask you a question. If you have a sense of humor, do you not find what happened with Joe Kelly and the Astros comical? I mean, which which part of it's comical? The part where, it. where Joe Kelly. Okay, yeah. I mean, look, it's one of those things where Joe Kelly is is the voice for the voiceless a little bit here, and I think what's comical is the Major League Baseball response to what Joe Kelly did. So, you know, I think if you even have half a sense of humor, you you would. Definitely find that situation funny because it's been handled so poorly. I also think, I'm sorry, I think that at some juncture in all of this, no matter how much baseball tries to even the playing field for these guys, as much as they want to try to make sure no one's really going after them, 
Um, the truth of the matter is they're not going to play good baseball. And there's a couple of reasons why. There's too much human element to that. So between getting hit four times in a game, umpires who are never going to say they play sides because they're not supposed to, but deep down inside, we all know they're human beings too. And they probably have to be pissed off that they were cheating. Uh, I can't help to see it. They're not going to get any calls. They're not going to get, I mean, it's them against the world. Some people think that's a good place to be. I think the Astros are mentally weak and they can't be there. I don't know what you feel. I, I, they're 6-6 six and six now. I don't want to judge a result, but that's, that's 12 games in a 60-game 60, 60 season. That's 20% of the season gone. And they're playing 500 ball. Three of their guys are hitting under 200 that are normal proverbial all-stars. I don't think this is going well for them. What do you think? Uh, you know, to, to me, there, there are two big problems. And the first of those is that it's hard to judge a team that has been ravaged early by injuries. And it's hard to look at a team that doesn't have its pitching staff, that doesn't have its normal guys going out there once every five days to go and throw the ball and say that they've been deeply affected by the human element of being kind of behind the eight ball, so to speak, from what happened two years ago in 2017. That being said, they have looked good as a team as a whole, as far as, as, as their offense goes. But like you said, they do have three guys at the top of their lineup who have just struggled immensely to open the season. So to me, there's a lot of things going on over there. I think that they are, struggling because of the injuries that they've already been facing. They're pitching a single-A rotation in a major league season. They are also struggling with the fact that every team is against them as far as their cheating goes, and I would have to imagine that the human element of umpiring has come back to bite them this year, similarly to how other teams are throwing baseballs at guys' heads. But you know, the the Marlins could claim the exact same thing, except they didn't cheat, get busted, and have everybody hating them. And I know it's a small sample size, but they're playing with misfits, uh, kitchen, kitchen dishwashers, valet parkers. Like They're 6-1 and one with a bunch of guys. And that might not hold up, but in baseball, in this world of 2020, Aren't we rooting for the Marlins and against the Astros? Like, I, I can't imagine that the mentality behind what, you know, goes with, oh, I don't have my whole I think a lot of teams are going through that. I don't have my whole team. The Astros are going through that and so much more because there's a psychological warfare being, um, being exacted against them. And no matter what baseball can do to, and, and obviously Joe Kelly has uh, appealed the suspension, but no matter what they do with suspending people for hitting them, they're going to keep getting hit, um, and I think they're going to continue to run into these situations. I, I Listen, baseball flunked the test when they could have done more to them. Um, because you hold them and give them some sort of immunity doesn't mean you can't find them, and I don't give a rat's ass about the Players Association. You run your league. You do what you're supposed to do. Oh, you don't want to be fined because that's against the rule, against your your contract or whatever you want to say, no problem. Then we're just going to go ahead and suspend you then. And that's it. What did they learn, Jacob? They didn't learn anything, and they just sat there and made the managers and the owners and the GMs all the scapegoats. When everyone knows that the people who are responsible for this are the people who are playing in Astros uniforms today. It's sickening. Well, you know, it, it's also one of the things where when you don't 
dish out the proper suspensions and you don't dish out the proper discipline, you open up the door for this vigilante behavior throughout MLB where you have guys taking the liberty to throw at players' heads and to, you know, hit guys. And then when you start to dish out eight-game suspensions, which, by the way, is the equivalent of a 22-game suspension for Joe Kelly in a regular season, you're opening the door for the conversation of where were these suspensions, these 22-game suspensions or more, for the players who cheated two years ago? That, I think, is the biggest question to me, and it's like that's what puts the Astros behind this proverbial wall here where everybody becomes against them because there hasn't necessarily been the same equivalent punishment for the players. There has been more immunity for the players who cheated rather than the players who are taking it into their own hands to provide this quote-unquote justice. Jacob Brunner joins us here on Good Morning Amigo. You like the season so far? It's very unique. I don't want to see it happen again, but the whole race in 60 games here like this and everybody's in a pennant race in August, I always find, I'm finding that to be borderline intoxicating. I kind of like what I see here. Um, are you enjoying it? I love the pressure. I love how much the teams know that they need to win every single game, and I also love how every single team is in it. I think I appreciate the fact that the 16-team playoff, and again, like you said, I personally am not a fan of that in the long term. I don't want to see 16 teams make the playoffs. It's more than half the league. But I do think in a format of 60 games where now every single team, good or bad or medium, has a shot at potentially winning a World Series this year. And to me, that, that does make it exciting. And I, would, I think intoxicating is a great word for what this season has been so far because we are seeing things that are interesting. And, and you know, say what you will about how the league has handled the COVID-19 situation, but you have teams like the Miami Marlins, 6-1, and one, who are very much in this race for the first time in a very long time. And I think that this is the kind of thing that we're going to see, not just now because it's early, but as the season progresses, I think that a lot of these mediocre or young or maybe ahead of their time teams, the Padres, the Marlins come to mind, stay in it and then give themselves a shot later on. And, you know, we don't know how far they're going to go during the playoffs, but I would say that this season has been interesting because of the level of competition necessary very early in the season. Do you think it'll exact some change? You know, it's tough to say. I think that MLB is looking for ways to speed up the game and to manipulate the game to try and drag in a new audience. I can't imagine that they shorten the season beyond this. I think that, you know, after the battle that, the MLB owners versus MLB players union put up to start the season with regards to revenue in a shorter season. I cannot imagine that they shorten it, but I do think we could see a lot more permanence to things that end up speeding up the game within the game. Maybe there's an expanded playoff format. So, you know, there are pieces of this that I don't think will go away, but I can't imagine that this has, lasting, drastic changes on the game of baseball, especially after what we saw leading up to the season. Jacob Runner on the phone, joining us from across the country. Or actually, are you still in L.A.? Yeah, still speaking to you uh, from the West Coast. 
a little early over there. We appreciate you waking up early to join us here on Good Morning Amigo. Um, looking at teams like the Twins, Cubs, the Yankees, obviously even the Marlins in a joking state, but um, you're looking at teams that so far have gone off to a good start, but there's a lot of teams making the playoffs. So a team like the Astros could struggle during the season, sneak in, and then just get on a ride. I'm not a fan of that big extended playoffs. I, I'm not a big fan. I think it's too, way too many teams. But there could be something to say about today's ADD generation and a shorter season captivating people more in baseball. What are your thoughts on that? You know, it, it, it's, it's funny you say it. Dipping your toes past the 50-mark line within baseball as far as the playoff goes, so 16 teams out of 30 making the playoffs, you've gone too far because too now you've correct. And, and you've reached a, a point within the season where you can be relatively bad. I would assume that you can probably play roughly 500 ball for 60 games and still be a playoff team and still give yourself a shot at the world series. Because as we've seen in the past, it really doesn't matter where you're seated to start the baseball playoffs. You definitely have a shot. A wild card team is just slightly disadvantaged over a team that makes the NLDS outright or the ALDS outright. And we've seen that this decade. So to me, it's one of those things where you have opened up the door for teams who really don't belong in the World Series conversation to now have a shot at winning that. At the same time, though, I do like that level of competition for a short season. And I think that it's one of those things where you can enjoy a 16-team playoff in an odd year like this one and expand the field because who knows what's going to happen and how many games teams are going to miss, which we've also seen early. But I think, like, like I said, when we move on from 2020 baseball, I can't imagine keeping it at 16 teams because, like you said, it doesn't keep the level of competition within the sport what it used to be. Jacob, before I let you go, Judge has got off to a, uh, a tear. He's got seven homers right now. What, what's the number you think leads the league in homers this year? Ooh, I, well, first of all, I don't think that he does it. I, 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 I think that there are other power hitters that are going to end up creeping back into this conversation towards the end of the year. That being said, uh, I'm, I think I'm going to go with 25. That's the number the we record within. Yeah, I think the record within 20 within – it's 29 within 60 games. It was J.D. Martinez with the Diamondbacks a couple years back. I can't imagine that record gets broken, but I think that, that somebody gets really close. So, And by the way, you mentioned Judge. That's a guy that has really returned to the form that we saw him when he broke into the league, pulling the ball a lot more, ripping the ball down the line a lot more. And in the stadium he plays, and that's resulting in a lot more home runs. So he actually could be a guy – that ends up breaking a record. He's already got seven, which is, by the way, that's a crazy number for the amount of games that we've seen. Yes. So it, it could be a record this season, but, but I would say that 25 is my most reasonable guess. Jacob, we appreciate you. You're going to be able to catch Jacob every Friday as we talk some big league baseball. As the pennant races get heated up in August, he'll be our go-to guy on Fridays. I appreciate you jumping on, Jacob. Yeah, appreciate you guys having me. It's uh, good to be back, and I'm looking forward to uh, being on every week. Hey, are we are we supposed to be rooting for the Dodgers or against them? Like, are we mad at the Dodgers or not? Uh, well, here's the thing: are you are you are you mad 
at Joe Kelly? Are you mad at the team that feels it's been cheated in multiple years now? Because to me, yeah, I feel, like I the feel Dodgers sorry for them. Yes, I feel bad for them thanks to the Astros. I just I don't like that you're not their reporter anymore. Well, you know, it's a it's one of those things where. I got a great opportunity writing about uh, college sports now. But, okay, so then you, know, you, you moved up the ladder and they gave you a pat in the ass and say, way to go, big guy. We appreciate your work here, right? Yeah, that's what happened. Go Dodgers! There you go, there's the Go lap. Joe Kelly! Yeah. Woo! Sorry. I was hoping that was the, because, you know, I, I got to stick by my guys, Frank. You know how that is. And he's one of our dudes, bro. I'm not, I'm not playing that game. All right, so good. I got that out of the clear. Yeah, because we've recently become Dodger fans here at Slam Radio. Adding one, another team to the repertoire along with the Cubs and the Marlins and the, the Yankees. Anybody else, Frank? The A's. The A's. You follow the A's. Yes, you're a big fan of the A's now. We're fans of many teams now in Major League Baseball. And, of course, the proverbial, our favorite team on Slam Radio. You know what it is? Who are we rooting for? Anybody who plays the Houston Astros. Take care, Jacob. Thank you, guys. <laughs> See, you didn't laugh much. He's a serious guy. Hey, I'm it was a funny. I always do this for whatever reason. That was funny. It was hilarious. Give me a sec. All right, we got to go to break. So we come back from break. It'll be the 10 o'clock hour. Guess what that means? It's Danalisa time. Danalisa, Danalisa. Oh, I can't wait to veil, unveil. I'm doing three all right? at the same time. Bro, look, I have the phone in my hand. I went to go hang up the phone. Instead of hanging up the phone, I, t- I, t- I put the station. You're a wreck. I am a freaking wreck today. So. Well, we'll go to break. We'll be back for the final hour right here on Good Morning Amigo. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio. Sirius XM Channel 145.